God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. Let's go to the word of God. Uh, the text from which I will share uh, comes from 2 Kings chapter 2. 2 Kings chapter 2. This is going to bless you. 2 Kings chapter 2. I want to talk about the spirit of greatness. The spirit of greatness. And if I could have a subtopic, my subtopic would be sticky people sticky people. And so it's important for you to understand some things about greatness. And we're going to go through that on this morning. And I believe that you're going to be awakened. You're going to have this new fervor, this new zeal to really accomplish everything that God has called you to accomplish. Glory be to God. Second Kings uh, chapter 2, I'm going to read a couple ver- ver- verses um, from chapter 2, and then I'm going to jump to Daniel chapter 6. Again, a couple verses from Daniel chapter 2, and I'm going to jump to Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Okay, Second Kings, Second Kings chapter 2, verse 9. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, as what I shall do for you. Ask, he says to him, ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. And Elisha said, please let there be, or let me have a double portion of your spirit on me. He said, If I can have one thing from you, I want a double portion of your spirit. Again, we're going to be talking about the spirit of greatness, sticky people, sticky people. Uh, Second Kings chapter two, verse 15, the company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. Oh, my God. The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. This is powerful. This is a transference of spirit. The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him, listen to this, and bowed to the ground before him. Now, before the transference, there was no bowing on the ground before Elisha. But when he got the spirit of Elijah on him, they recognized his greatness. Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel became distinguished above all the other high officials and satraps because an excellent spirit was on him. 
an excellent spirit, an excellent spirit. And the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. I want to read that again. Daniel 6 and 3. I'm telling you, this is going to move you. This is going to shift you because there's some things that you got to be able to do. You got to be able to do if you want to walk in greatness. I want you to hear this because sometimes we got all of the head knowledge and we don't went to school and we got degrees and we got all of this stuff, but you got the wrong spirit. So you can have the right information, but the wrong spirit. You really need the spirit of greatness to be on you. You need the spirit of greatness to be in you. And so I want to take you through the process because I believe that if, if God unfolds this word before you, that you will do some things differently. Because some of you, there's a spiritual inheritance that God has for you, but you're not sticky enough to get it. Oh my God, I want you to hear me. You're not sticky enough to get the thing that God really has for you. You, you follow long enough to hear some stuff and to learn some stuff. But the enemy is, is, is scheming and plotting to pull you away from the very place that God has set you in so that you can get the spiritual inheritance that God has for you. Greatness is about to hit your house. Greatness is about to hit your family. But you got to follow the command of God. Here it is, Daniel, again, one more time, Daniel 6 and 3. Then this Daniel became distinguished above all the other high officials and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him, in him. And the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Glory be to God. Quick prayer, most gracious and merciful Heavenly Father, open up our ears so that we may hear what you have to say to us right now. We want to receive it. We want to marinate in it, God. I pray that all distractions would be removed and that we would receive the infallible, incorruptible seed of God's word that has been sent to get in our hearts. I thank you and I bless you right now. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Thank you all for sharing. God bless you. Good morning, Yolanda. God bless you. Good morning, Nisha. This word, again, is going to touch you. It's going to lift you to a whole nother place. The word, listen to this, the word translated spirit in verse 9 in 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse 3 in Daniel chapter 6 is the Hebrew word ruah, which means breath, wind, spirit, sense, 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 and mind. Because God is about to give us the sense of greatness. The sense, the thinking, the reasoning of greatness. Here it is. It's also, it also means intellectual mind, frame of mind. Say that again, intellectual frame of mind. Therefore, the Hebrew word for spirit deals with cognitive and analytical ability in addition to spiritual aptitude. So it's dealing with cognitive and analytical ability in addition to spiritual aptitude. We're going somewhere. True greatness, listen here, true 
greatness requires a mind that sees things from God's perspective. True greatness requires a mind that sees things from God's perspective. Isaiah 1 and verse 18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Now, this is important because, again, God has taken you to an elevated place. And you're about to inherit the spirit of greatness. You're about to get it. It's going to get on you and get in you. So I want you to understand this. Isaiah, again, uh, chapter 1, verse 18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Here it is. Who you reason with, you receive from. This is important because there are a lot of us having conversations. You're talking with people. You're, you're, you're exchanging information uh, with people. And their reasoning is getting in you. Their reasoning, the way they think, the way they see things, the way that they process is getting in you. And so if you're going to be great, you got to learn how to reason with God. You got to learn how to reason with God's word. What am I saying? I'm saying that you got to begin to meditate on his word and let his way of thinking get in you so that you can become great. I need you to share this right now because there's some people that are reasoning with the wrong people and it's messing up their psyche and it's holding them back from greatness and God wants you to be great in every area of your life so he's placing people around you who have been ordained to be in your life so that you can begin to see things from another perspective he is shifting your perspective because he's elevating you to a whole nother place I want you to hear this on this morning because God is shifting you. I want you to share it because there's a shift that's happening right now. Who you reason with, you receive from. It's critically important that you listen to and follow someone with the spirit of excellence on their lives. You got you to gotta listen to and follow those who have the spirit of excellence on their lives. Here's the key. Here's the key. If you refuse to turn back, greatness will be awakened in you. Why do I say that? Because excellence will always challenge you. Excellence will always push you. Following someone with greatness on them will position you to be a recipient of that same spirit. See, you need to be a recipient of the spirit of greatness. So you're going to have to follow someone with the spirit of excellence upon them. And you're going to have to resist the tendency to turn away from them. Because, because the enemy will begin to work to get you out of place. And I want to see you get the spiritual inheritance that God has for you. So the enemy will begin to scheme. He will begin to work to move you out of place so you won't get the spiritual inheritance that God has. Receiving greatness, receiving greatness will not happen without challenge. You will have to listen and follow with a servant's heart. See, we're talking about what happens in the life of Elisha. 
how does he get the spirit of greatness on his life in his life what does he do that positions him to receive see you will have to so you will have to have the heart of a servant this means your heart will be tested in the field this means your heart will be tested. I want you to write that in the comments right now. Your heart will be tested. Your heart will be tested. Your heart will be tested. Here it is, 2 Kings 2 and 9. Elijah asked the question that every father desires to put forth. Here it is, 2 Kings 2 and 9. What? Do you want from me before I am taken? This, this question is compelling and, and it reflects Elijah's uh, deep sense of appreciation for Elisha. It does. It, it reflects that he does appreciate him. He appreciates him serving. He, he appreciates him working. He says, since I am leaving you, what do you want from me before I am taken? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? What do you want? Elisha, what do you want from me? This is powerful because Elisha does not ask him for material items. He doesn't want money. He doesn't want his things. He, he doesn't want anything that reflects materialism. He says, the thing that I want from you, Elijah, is I want a double portion of the spirit of greatness that is upon your life. Oh, my God. See, see, greatness is not uh, always equated to what you have in your bank account. It doesn't matter what you drive. It matters the spirit that you possess. You can possess a spirit of greatness and not be a millionaire. You can possess the spirit of greatness and not have a mansion. So, so it does not equate to what you drive, what house you live in, what's in your bank account. It, it, it equates to how we see it, how we realize it is in the power that you possess to shift environments, to change situations. Elijah was able to change environments and shift situations. Greatness was on him to impact nations. Greatness, greatness. So he asked the question. He said, what, what, what can I give you? What, what do you want from me before I am taken away? Before I'm taken away. Here it is. I want, I want us to understand this, that some of us, we need to change how we're being paid. Oh, my God. I'm talking about a mindset now because some of us will cut ourselves short, cut ourselves short. When, when God wants to position us for spiritual inheritance, yeah, and, and spiritual inheritance will bless your life. There are some people that kind of think from the mindset, well, you know, if, if I'm not getting paid, then I don't want to do it. 
I, I, I want to be on, on staff. And that's wonderful. And, and God wants to position some people to be in that place. But before you get in that place, you got to get the right thing in your spirit. Now, God wants to bless us all. Please don't get it confused. God wants to bless us all. He wants us to have more than enough. He wants us to overflow in the blessing of God. So we're not talking about you just struggling because that's not God's will for your life either. I want to move you to a place now where you understand that the greatest thing that you can receive is spiritual inheritance. That's why Elisha says, if I'm going to get something from you, I want a double portion of what is on your life. He said, this is greatness. Greatness always asks for more. Greatness always asks for more. He doesn't say, I want what's on your life. He said, I want to double it. He said, now, now listen, I want you to get this because Jesus says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So what you're missing is the ask. But the reason why you can't ask is because you have not qualified yourself in service. I want to release you on this morning because some of you are about to shift and you're about to qualify yourself in the field so you can ask the question before there's a transition. What am I saying? I'm saying that before Elijah is transitioned, he's qualified to, to ask him for a double portion of his spirit. Now, I want you to understand this because some of us, we think that, well, I ain't got to do that because I, I can just get what I need from God and, and, and you don't have to go through man anymore. Oh, no, you, you got it all twisted and messed up because Elisha did not ask God for anything. I want you to hear this. He asked a man. He asked Elijah for a double portion of his spirit. See, now this puts us in a place where we got to humble ourselves. And this is what we hate to do. We don't want to humble ourselves. You're going to have to ask some people for some stuff. Like, I'm only going to ask God. That's the only person I need to talk to is the Lord. God just going to, no, God place people in your life. He set up a structure for you. He's put someone in your life for you to be accountable to them. And some people, you, you messing up your relationships. You messing up your relationships because you can't humble yourself and say, I'm not willing to lose the connection that God gave me. Imagine if uh, Elisha is not in good standing when God lifts Elijah from the earth. He would have missed his spiritual inheritance because he is in opposition to his man of God. Oh my God, I want you to hear this because again, God is shifting you. He's moving you. I'm not talking about being so dedicated to man that you can't hear God. I'm talking about you understanding your place and understanding your position and being willing to come down and come under. Why? Because the greatest among us will be servant of all. And if you don't humble yourself, how can God exalt you? God is looking for some people that's low so 
he can take them up and use them in high places with great influence. I'm telling you, the spirit of greatness will jump on you if you get sticky. See, you got to get sticky. You got to get sticky. You got you to gotta get real. You got to get real sticky. When Elijah anointed Elisha, again, he was working in the field for his biological father. Now, work is critically important to you being able to uh, inherit the spirit of greatness. Uh, this means that you have to be diligent. You have to be persistent. Uh, you have to have some level of commitment. You got to have some level of work ethic. You can't just sit around and just think you're about to get spiritually uh, blessed if you don't uh, commit to working. And so you got to commit to working. Elisha is working in the field when Elijah found him. And I want you to understand that the anointing will find you if you stay working. If you stay working in submission because Elisha was in submission to his biological father before he came under his spiritual father. So if you understand submission, God will place you in an environment so that you can receive the spirit of greatness. I'm telling you, you should share this right now because there is a shift that's happening and God is ready to bless some homes and he's ready to bless some lives, but you're going to have to get sticky. You're going to have to become a disciple for real. You're going to have to follow. You're going to have to submit. You're going to have to be corrected because it requires that if you want to be great. Got to have a sense of loyalty and commitment. You're going to have to work to get this. Again, the anointing will find you in the field you've been assigned to. Your promotion depends, listen here, your promotion depends on your faithfulness to serve. Galatians 6 and 9. And let us what? Not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we what faint not elisha served elijah as he carried out the commands of the lord second kings let's go here second kings 3 and 11 3 and 11 and jehoshaphat said is there no prophet of the lord here through whom we may inquire of the Lord. Then one of the kings of Israel, one of the king of Israel's servants answered, Elisha, the son of Shaphat is here, who what? Poured water on the hands of Elijah. This seems like a very insignificant job. He's serving, he's pouring water on his hands, keeping his hands clean. He, he's doing all of these things that will not get you any awards. He's doing all of the things that will not get your name called, uh, won't get you posted on Facebook as uh, the greatest uh, person with the best position. He's not, he's not serving for position. He's serving because he's looking for a spiritual inheritance. So he's serving and he, he, he will not get weary in well-doing. 
I, I want you to understand greatness because you need the spirit of greatness. Elisha is about to get something that's going to bless his life forever. I want you to hear me because some of us, we keep starting from the beginning. This is what is stopping people from being great. You got to start over because you can't be committed to one place. So you keep starting over and over and over and over again. And you know what your life looks like a merry-go-round. Starting over and over and over again. Elisha is sticky and because he is sticky, he's going to get the momentum of his spiritual father. I want you to hear me because your starting place, I'm prophesying to some people right now, your starting place is about to be where your father ended. Mm. Your starting place, I I'm talking to you right now. If you can stay sticky, you should share this. If you can stay sticky, your start is about to be where your father ended. Oh my Lord. And there's some people right now, you keep starting from the beginning because you ain't never been faithful to nobody. So therefore you can't get the spiritual inheritance of those that went before you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm telling you right now, you're about to start where some people ended. You should write that in the comments right now. You're about to start. I'm about to start where some other people ended. They ended there. I'm about to start there. I'm about to get the spiritual momentum of those that went before me, of my spiritual father who went before me. I'm about to start where he ended. Oh my God, this is greatness right here. This is greatness. When you understand how to serve your way into elevation, when you understand what you get just by being sticky. See, Elijah had something that Elisha wanted, but he had to overcome resistance. He followed, he followed the man of God, Elisha followed Elijah from Bethel to Jericho, from Jericho to the Jordan. Even after his father told him, stay right where you are, do not follow me any further. He said, no, 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 I'm sticky, I'm sticky, I I'm not, I'm not going to stay right here, I'm stuck to you. So whatever transition you make, I got to make it with you. Wherever you go, I got to go with you because I know what's on your life and what's on your life is about to give me a great start to my ministry. My ministry is about to launch into orbit because I made a decision to stick to you, to stick to you, to stick to you. Uh, there were prophets that were all around. Uh, there were prophets uh, that had been around you, but they weren't sticky. Uh, they had worked with you. Uh, you had taught them some stuff, uh, but they were not sticky. Uh, they did not stay. Uh, and because they didn't stay, uh, they made room for me. Uh, and since they made room for me, uh, I'm about to receive what they could never have uh, because they did not do what I'm willing to do to get it somebody shout the spirit of greatness you should shout that in your house in your living room right now the spirit of greatness I want the spirit of 
stuff. I'm willing to look like the flunky for a while. I'm willing to serve and look crazy to people. They don't understand what I'm looking for. They don't understand what I'm about to get. I'm about to get a double portion because I made a commitment to stick it out. Somebody write in the comments, just stick it out. Just stick it out. Just stick it out. Stick it out from Bethel to Jericho. From Jericho to the Jordan. Stick it out. Stick it out. Stick it out. Get sticky right now. Get sticky right now. Do not get lost in the season of pandemic. Do not get lost when other people are falling away. When other people are making transitions. Do not get lost in this crazy environment. Shout to yourself. Shout in your house. I'm sticky. I'm sticky. I'm sticky. I'm sticky. I'm not moving. I'm not going nowhere. I know we ain't been in the house for a long time. I'm not looking for another church. I'm sticky. I'm staying because I know where my spiritual inheritance is going to be released. This is a time in which there are a lot of people that they're getting lost. They're being shaken. They're being shaken. And when, when shaking starts to happen, things that's not really fastened, when they're not, when they're not really uh, 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 stuck in place, they begin to fall off. And God said, there's some stuff I want to fall off because they're not serious. But those who really understand what's at stake, like Elisha, he really understood what was at stake. And I'm telling you, the, the ultra, the ultra uh, mystical people, the, the mystical people who say, you ain't got to go to church and you ain't got to do this and you ain't got to, the devil is a liar. Elisha understood that I got to stay in the company of the prophets and I got to stay stuck to my spiritual father. Because greatness is about to be released and I'm going to catch this thing. I'm about to get the spirit. The spirit is, is so important. The spirit in, in which we do things and how we handle things is critically important to our success. So you can have all of your I's dotted and your T's crossed and still not make the shift that you really want to make. And you're saying, well, I, I thought I had everything in place. And God is saying, but you're missing one critical component to your success. And it's the spirit, the aura, the essence that's necessary to really achieve on, on the, the level that you desire to achieve. So people can say all the right things. They can be in all the right places. Go ahead, hand out your business card to all of the people you want to hand it out to. But if your spirit ain't right, if, if, if your essence ain't right, if, if something is off in your character, then, then you will not be able to get in the place you're trying to squeeze yourself into. You got on the right suit. You got a briefcase. You got an iPad. You got everything you need except the spirit of greatness. You need 
the spirit of greatness. You need the essence of greatness. You need the character of greatness. You need the idiosyncrasies of greatness. You need the rhythm of greatness. You got to understand that it's more than just you writing out your notes and, and getting all your stuff together. You got to have the spirit of this thing. And if you're going to get the spirit, you're going to have to serve for it. If you're going to get the spirit, you got to humble yourself for it. If you're going to get the spirit, you're going to have to become sticky for this thing. You should share this because somebody is shifting and somebody is moving from one place to another. They're about to get the perspective, the intellectual capacity of greatness that comes in the form of a spirit it comes in the form of a spirit and so that's why we see Elisha being sticky to Elijah when other people are trying to deter him when his own spiritual father is somewhat resisting him says it doesn't matter I, I, I know what I'm after I know somebody's about to get momentum right now Somebody's about to get momentum right now. I, I prophesy over you right now that the momentum of your father is coming upon you and you're about to get double because you were committed to walk this thing out until the transition happened. Yeah, yeah. As he went up, something came down. Uh, I want you to hear that right now. As he went up, something came down. So whoever you're following, you want them to go up. You say, go up, go up, go up. Please go up. I want you to go as high as possible because every time you go up, something comes down. Every time you go up, I get blessed. Every time you go up, my spiritual capacity is enlarged. Now, you're going to have to study Elisha's life. You're going to have to study his life because he ends up getting a room built for him. Because of the greatness that is on his life, somebody brought contractors in and said, build a space for him. I'm telling you right now, space is about to be made for you. I prophesy right now. I pray that some of you are catching this prophetically. I, I pray that you're catching this prophetically. Somebody is about to get a job. You're about to get a position. They're about to make room for you. Because you're sticky, because you, you decided, you decided, you decided uh, that I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. The, the fallen cloak of Elijah was symbolic of Elijah's, Elisha's spiritual inheritance. The fallen cloak of Elijah was symbolic of Elisha's spiritual inheritance. With the cloak he duplicated, I, wanna, I want you to hear this. With the cloak he duplicated, Elijah's miracle of crossing the Jordan River on a dry ground. He duplicated the miracle that his spiritual father had done. When he caught it, the cloak, it was symbolic of spiritual inheritance. And now 
he's able to do stuff that he could not do before. I want you to hear me right now because there's some people you're watching right now, you're getting ready to do stuff that you couldn't do yesterday. One day changed his life forever, positioned him to start doing stuff that he could not do before. This is a spiritual inheritance that causes whatever is blocking you. I want you to hear me because Elijah took his cloak and struck the Jordan and because he struck it, he walked through on dry ground. Whatever is blocking you, I'm telling you right now, it's about to move. It's about to move. It's about to get out of your way. So again, Elijah, Elijah took his cloak, struck the Jordan. When he struck the Jordan, the Jordan stopped flowing. After Elijah was taken up to heaven, here it is. Elisha gets the cloak, which is what? Symbolic of his spiritual inheritance. He takes his spiritual inheritance and he crosses the same Jordan uh, that his, oh my God, I want you to hear me, crosses the same Jordan uh, that his spiritual father crossed. He's doing what he could not do the day before. He's doing what he could not do the day before because of spiritual inheritance. I'm telling you right now, you're about to do some stuff you ain't never been able to do before. Can you stick it out? Can you stay through difficult times? Can you press forward when there is resistance? Because what you're about to get is about to make a way out of no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's walking and he's walking in this greatness and he's doing things that he never even done before. He can't take credit for this. This is where we must be very careful. He cannot take credit for this. This was given to him as a result of his commitment. He says, I got this. I got something that I did not have before. People are looking at me differently. Why? Because of who I'm attached to. They, they see something different in me. They, they see that I got something that I didn't have before. My family knows, my friends know that there is something that is on me, in me, that wasn't in me before. I'm listening to and I'm talking to, I'm having conversations with greatness. I'm, I'm listening to, I'm having conversations with, I'm reasoning with greatness. And as a result of it, what I'm reasoning with, I'm receiving is getting in me. Who are you talking to? Who are you reasoning with? Who do you talk about, about when you're talking about your most critical decisions? Mm -hmm. that's going to tell us the mental perspective that you have the spirit of greatness greatness is loyal uh, greatness again is sticky greatness is sticky I, I put this on, on Facebook just a couple of days ago uh, Michael Jordan retired because he refused to play for another coach we often hear about Michael Jordan's competitive nature, but we seldom hear about his commitment to only play for Phil Jackson after winning. He had experience.
success under the coaching of Phil Jackson. Sometimes we forget our success and we become unstuck to the places that God told us to stick to. So you got to remember, like Michael Jordan, you got to remember, I didn't have these rings before Phil. I want you to hear me. I didn't have these rings before him. So I can't just look at my greatness and say, I did it all on my own. No, I needed a leader. Oh my God. I needed someone who was a strategist, who was a thinker. Maybe they can't play like me, but that's all right. All I need you to do is give me some insight. That's all. Just give me some insight. If you give me some insight, I'll get out here on the court and I will do my thing. I just need you to position me differently. And so Phil Jackson ended up telling Michael Jordan, he says, listen, listen, John Paxson is open. What are you doing? You're going to have to pass the ball. The reason why Michael Jordan kept failing, because he didn't understand that the right people was around him. And all he had to do was listen to greatness. Listen to Phil Jackson who told him, you're not making the right play. You're great, but you're not making the right play. This again, this takes humility. This takes someone who is willing to listen. This is someone that is willing to be discipled. You're going to have to be discipled. You're going to have to be taught. I want you to hear me because some people, they get this confused. They don't understand it. A disciple is a person who is a pupil or an inherent of the doctrines of another you gotta be sticky you gotta stick to what you've been taught you gotta stick to what you've been taught you gotta stick to it you gotta you, you gotta continue to implement it and apply it to your life yeah I, I want you to hear this you gotta be a disciple you gotta be a pupil you gotta learn you gotta commit to learning Commit to learning. Michael Jordan was committed to learning. He said, if I'm going to get the rings that I want, I got to commit to learning. I, I got to be willing to be discipled. Now, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I want you to get this because uh, some people, uh, they got too much information to humble themselves. You, you just you just know you just know too much to humble yourself and, and, and this is where people end up getting confused because you may know something that your leader don't know does not put you in the position of authority oh my god yeah you you may know some stuff you may know some stuff but don't get it twisted i want you to stay in position that's why i'm sharing this with you i want you to stay in position because god will allow you to have more information to see if you can stay humble with knowledge oh god god will allow you to learn some stuff and to know some stuff to see if your head will trust more in your information than it will trust in the person that God has ordained uh, to be in your life so we see, see the scripture says it it says it, it says knowledge puff puff is up 
It, it puffs us up. It, it, it puffs us up. It makes us think more highly of ourselves than we are. And God is saying, don't, don't rely on the information. I know this and everybody else don't know this. I, I know this. I got all of the information. I, I, I read, I read 50 books. I, I, I got a degree. I got a doctrine. I went back. I got a triple doctrine. I, I, you got a bunch of knowledge, but where is the greatness? You can have a whole lot of stats, a whole lot of information, read a whole lot of books, and you're still not a carrier of the spirit of greatness. It's a spirit. Greatness is a spirit. The, the spirit of greatness can get on you. It can get on you. It can get in your life, and you can begin to see the results of greatness. I pray for you on this morning that you would get the spirit of greatness. I pray that it would rest on your life. 